It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Last week, you might remember Matt and I talked about Craig Schubert. He's the mayor of Hudson, Ohio. Some ice fishermen wanted to fish on the local river, and the council meeting audio got leaked. Here's what Mayor Schubert had to say about the ice fishermen. Then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem, prostitution. Oh, right. Yeah, I never would have thought of that. But prostitution is naturally the next step to an ice shanty. What a weird mental jump that was. He's resigning his post and he said, I was joking. Yeah, he said it was dry humor. Maybe we're misunderstanding. You know how in the 90s, all those shows, all those sitcoms, to let you know where the joke was, they had a laugh track? So you'd know, oh, I guess I'm supposed to laugh here because this show's not actually funny? Maybe that's what we have to do with Mayor Schubert. Then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty in <laughs> Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem, prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally yeah, works just, with a laugh track. It just needs a laugh track. Oh, Schubert killed it all, Shuey Schubert. Uh, give him a sitcom. So there was a convoy of trucks and cars that drove to the parliament in New Zealand. They're dealing with a similar situation as we are here. They say inspired by the Canadian convoy. They had to bring out the big guns in New Zealand to deal with the protesters. They brought out music, a big sound system. They tried to play as much awful music as possible (laughs) to get the crowd to disperse. They're playing songs like uh, Barry Manilow's Copacabana. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's terrible. That's terrible. And then, uh, you know what, that didn't work. Didn't work. So then they, they pulled out the big guns. Oh, oh, the Macarena. I don't think that worked either. Let's cut that out. I would have started just dancing along to it, probably. Do you remember that dance? Oh, of course I do. Everyone knows it. Of course you do. You're over 40. If you've been to a wedding, you know it. Oof. I mean, if they wanted to disperse the crowd with bad music, gotta go to country music, son. Uh huh. You gotta go to Toby Keith's Red Solo Cup. Red Solo Cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Get the vaccine. Just just turn off Toby Keith, please. I'll comply if you just turn off the Toby. I'll give up my freedoms. Just turn off Red Solo Cup. And scene. Let's end that song. <laughs> what would you rather be tortured by, truck horns or Toby Keith's Red Solo Cup? I can't decide. No, it's a tough decision. It's like cyanide <laughs> or mustard gas. Like, I don't care. Tinder, the dating app. I've never actually really used it, but... It's depressing. It's horribly depressing. So you're basically basing everything on what they look like? Pretty much, yeah. And Yeah, a photo pops up. If the person is somebody you feel like you'd want to meet in person, you swipe right. And if they're not, you swipe left. Well, that just seems so shallow. What about their personality? What about it? Well, Tinder is dealing with this issue of people who care about personality and if they actually match up on an intellectual level well no once you match with somebody then you start talking oh okay well you can still talk to these people but what tinder's doing is they're eliminating this photo thing where you see the person first and then talk to them you talk first in this new feature where you sometimes answer some questions and you chat about certain things and then after that if you think oh I kind of like this person. I want to see what they look like. Then the picture comes up, and then you can decide from there. Ooh, no. 
this is here's why this is a bad idea because it's already tough enough on Tinder to find like halfway decent people to match with. If you start doing this where you talk first and you create some nice rapport with somebody and it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Let, let's decide to see each other's photos and then your photo pops up and then they unmatch you. That's going to suck. You're just setting yourself up for rejection. <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Oh, isn't it's it? going to be brutal. <laughs> it's like. It's like, can I just judge you on your appearance right away? Why do I have to put some work into it before you judge me on my appearance? That being said, though, I think bad spelling, to me, could be more of a turnoff than a, a bad nose. <laughs> right? The whole texting thing first. Well, if, both, two things can, can be bad, Matthew. Well, I know. I might already be turned off if they can't spell or something. It says the guy who I had to correct your Instagram post the other day. Oh, yeah. You spelled skeptic wrong. Skeptic. Well, that's a hard word. No, it's not. You wouldn't have any matches yeah. on Tinder. You'd yeah. be terrible at Tinder. Probably. Your opener would be... <gasps> Can't remember the last time I took an airplane. The kind of situation you pray doesn't happen. So there was a guy who seemed to be having a bit of a an episode. And midway through the flight, he's having some issues. Decides he's going to try to pull the emergency exit mid-flight. So the flight attendant gets on top of him. This guy's a big guy. He's 6'3", 240 pounds. Little flight attendant. What you got to do? You got to find a weapon. She finds a coffee pot and slam. And then a second time. Ouch. <laughs> they managed to get this guy on the ground. Well, I would think this might backfire, though. Then you have to make that awkward announcement to everybody else that we can't serve coffee anymore. No, oh, I want a refund. Then everybody freaks out and tries to jump out the door. Well, your fridge possibly is about to get a royal upgrade. Queen is releasing her very own line of condiments. Why? I don't know. Does she need the money? Probably not. And it sounds disgusting. The ketchup is made with dates, apple juice, and spices. Apparently, the queen's a big fan of burgers. She's not eating that burger, though, in front of people. Nobody can eat a burger in front of people. I even tell my own family to look away when I'm taking that first bite into the burger because you don't trust it. Gotta have that first bite in private just to see what the burger's gonna do. Oh, the queen should not be going into business. No. She's got to stick with all that money she has already. Just stick with that old money. You don't need to have that condiments money. Oh, boy. And then she's got to eat it in front of people, too, to be like, Ew, I eat it, too. You can be like me. And then just, she spits it out the second the camera's off. I'm just like you. I like burgers, too. I'm also a commoner. And when she says burgers, it sounds like boogers. Yeah. I like boogers. This is all boogers. very unsavory. In Owen Sound, there's a police officer in the force there that needs a new liver. There's another police officer. They've stepped up and got their liver checked and saying, hey, I'm going to give you my liver. That's a cool story. Now, the cool thing about your liver is you don't have to donate the whole thing. You can just take, I think it's in lobes, and take a lobe out of your liver and donate it to somebody. It grows inside them. And then the part you cut out out of you grows back inside you. So it grows back, son. Would you donate a piece of your liver to me if I needed some liver? Yeah, I'd give you a liver. You'd give me part of your liver? You don't have to give me the whole thing. Well, I'll give you half of it. You just need some. Like, yeah. Like 30%. Would you give me your liver? Yeah, totally. Oh, we could be liver bros. Liver bros for life, bro. <laughs> no, it'd be great because number one, it grows back. And number two, I get that sweet time off, bro. I'd be afraid of the expectations that would be on me, though. Let's say you gave me your liver. Mm. Would you 
hold that over me? Like, well, hey. I would hope you would help me move a couch. Yeah, like, could you come on over and move the couch. I'm like, no, I'm busy. And you'd be like, well, I gave you part of my liver. Are you busy putting some beers through that liver I gave you? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Would you? Yeah, you'd use it against me, I think. Yeah, I'd totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also a tool. Oh, you're not coming to work today. Well, at least part of your liver is. Well, I'll tell, be there. Tell your liver I said hi. <laughs> yeah, of course I would hold it over you. Not like for everything. I'd be like, Matt, my coffee's in the other room. Can you get it? Because remember that liver? Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Maybe if you're going to get a liver, get it from someone you don't know. But it, yeah, that's yeah. true. So if you're going to get an organ, don't go to family. Or friends. So if you got baptized when you were a baby in Arizona, there was a priest down there that was doing the baptisms wrong for years. Didn't realize it. He didn't memorize his lines correctly. Oh, <laughs> like the actors on stage, yeah. you forget their lines. You got the lines wrong. Well, this is what he was doing for years. Instead of saying, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the whole thing. He was saying, we. He just messed it up for years, apparently. Is and that like... Does that ruin it? It does, apparently. And so these um, higher-up priests got word of this, and they're contacting people that got baptized in his church and saying, well, you're actually not baptized. And if you're not baptized, that means n nothing else that comes after that counts either. So if you got married in the church and your baptism was wrong? Marriage or your confirmation, all this stuff. So they have, like, this form you have to fill out, and you got to go through all the rituals Again, because you got off to a bad start. Got to get remarried because <laughs> the church messed spend, up a word? <laughs> spend thousands of dollars redoing your wedding? Somebody didn't dot their eyes and I got to get remarried? Okay, like I'm no expert on religion, but I grew up in the church, so I know the teachings of Christ. I, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't care. He it, seemed to be pretty forgiving. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure if you got to heaven, he's not going to be, well, that priest said we instead of I. He would see that priest and be like, buddy, how did you get the word wrong? Come here. And he'd give him a noogie. Right. He'd be like, come on in. Help me with the wordle. Yeah. Have you played the wordle yet today? <laughs> I got uh, A and U and I can't get any other letters. Over a technicality? I don't think anyone's going to care upstairs. The Toronto Zoo has released this wonderful 10-year plan. They're kind of making the zoo a little more hip at in a craft beer section. Yes, there's going to be a craft brewery. Whoa. In the next 10 years at the Toronto Zoo. And the cool thing is it's going to be two levels. So the bottom level is going to be the craft brewery. That's where you and I grab a beer. Okay. And then the upper level is going to be where the orangutans hang out. So I can have a beer and watch the orangutans? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. But... I'm on the lower level. I look up at the orangutans. That means I get to see their their butts. They, they yeah. kind of have not the most attractive behinds. What animal does have an does attractive Does anybody, butt? though? Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a couple donkeys down on Airport Line in Huron County. Pretty cute. Oh, okay. It's kind of cool, though. But I'm wondering if it's going to get out of hand, right? You mix beer with any situation, it's going to get worse. People, you, people start throwing pretzels to the orangutans. Oh, yeah, and then the orangutans start throwing poo back at them. <laughs> it's just going to get messy. There's going to be videos floating around <laughs> online. You start slipping beer to the orangutans, and then oh. they start writing blue songs about how their woman left them for another man with a bigger mating sack. Yeah. Uh, it's gone at all the cliches. Oh, and then they accidentally get some of this craft beer, and then they start swinging from the vines. That could get messy. If they drink enough, maybe we'll start playing them on this station. Tim Hortons, if you went there this week for an ice cap. Ice cap? Ice cap. I guess people have those in the winter. Okay. Yeah, everyone likes those ice caps. 
So if you went there and you ordered one and they said, no, we don't have them this week. That was the case at some Tim Hortons and some Tim Hortons were serving ice caps, but people were reporting that they tasted different, that they had a peanut butter like flavor to them. Okay. Yeah. I like peanut butter. I, I know. I welcome the peanut butter flavored ice cap. Well, you can you just go to the store and buy peanut butter. They'll just like you give the store money and they'll sell you peanut butter. You don't have to go to Tim Hortons. No, I know. Okay. Yeah. You could just add that to your ice cap. Either way, they had a supply issue, and people were freaking out. I need my ice cap. Is that what they sounded like? I think so. People freaking out over it. You know, if you're used to getting an ice cap every day, it'd be quite disappointing. Fair enough. Apparently, they fixed the problem, though. They're going to be back in supply by the end of the week. Okay. So if you're upset about your ice cap, uh, just give it a couple days. And if you had no idea about the story, you probably buy your coffee from somewhere that's good. Man in Massachusetts made a stupid mistake. He took out his wife's minivan for a nice drive because they had some record high temperatures where you could roll the window open. And nothing is cooler than cruising down the street in your wife's minivan. Right. He opened, <laughs> he opens the sunroof and everything. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And it was probably in the coolest color of minivan. Say mm. it with me, gray. Well, I was going to say red. <laughs> Mine's red. I said cool, Matthew. Oh. But, of course, gets home, forgets to close the sunroof, wakes up the next morning, wife gets in the van, nine inches of snow in the van. Is that East Coast snow, bro? Oh, so this could happen to us here. Have you, been, have you been that guy? I've yeah. left a window open. Oof. Big drift of snow in the van. And then did you blame it on one of the kids? I had to put some cardboard on the seats. Ugh. Taking the kids to school. My bum's wet. <laughs> I've heard your kids. They don't sound like that. Yeah. So we're warning you ahead of time. It's going to be nice today. You might be rolling the window down, but make sure you roll it back up for tomorrow so that the next time you cruise in your wife's minivan, she doesn't get mad. This COVID-19 pandemic, it's been bad for humans, obviously. A lot of people have died and such, but it's been pretty good for gorillas. Who asked? Well, gorillas in Rwanda, because of the pandemic, they say respiratory illness amongst the groups in Rwanda there are down 70% because normally people, tourists, are going to see the gorillas and then they give them their colds. The gorillas get colds? They get human colds. And then do we have to give them like Tylenol cold and sinus, but like the ape version? Yeah, they get stuffy nose. Maybe they throw some toilet paper at them or something so they can blow their nose. <laughs> I'm sure the apes can afford Kleenex. Maybe. Me and you use toilet paper, which is poor people Kleenex. So it was good for the apes. And so... It's been so successful amongst the apes not getting colds that now they're telling tourists now, if you're going to go see the apes, you got to throw a mask on from now on, even after COVID. Makes sense though, right? Because I've been saying that. I've so appreciated not getting colds and flus and all this stuff during COVID-19, probably from the mask wearing. Just haven't got a single sickness. This is true. And a lot of us at the office refer to you as a great ape. So this all makes sense. I want to talk about this police chief in Ottawa. His name's Peter Slowly. Like it's spelled like slowly? It, no, it, no W, but otherwise, yeah. Slowly. Slowly. It's pronounced slowly. So if you're a police chief and your last name is Slowly, you got to make sure you're on the ball, right? So he stepped down as Ottawa police chief yesterday. <laughs> uh, people were upset about his handling of the trucker demonstrations. And the thing that captured my attention was the name Slowly. Kind of bums me out, right? You don't want to... I want to be slacking on the job. Yeah. When your name's slowly. Yeah, if you don't catch the thief, the joke's going to be made like, oh, 
You got here too slowly. You got to be good at your job, buddy. Yeah. You can't be slacking off, man. And again, fatty. I, I, I can't. I, I got to watch how many fistful of M&Ms I eat every day. Like, it's, it's a thing I got to be careful of. I'm conscious of this. Peter slowly, and apparently, and this is true, according to reports, he had a very short fuse. So you know that some of his subordinates are like, eh, things really escalated quickly with slowly. <laughs> There's jokes made all the time, I'm sure. I have a last name that could beat the brunt of jokes. Right, yeah, you do. Hussy. <laughs> now, just- for, for you kids listening, hussy is kind of an old-timey term for somebody who got around. Uh, yeah, so I feel like there was this expectation for me to be Great in the sack or something you with a last name. You like think your that. wife was expecting that when you got married? Well, I think so with a last name like Hussy. <laughs> She's like, I'm marrying a Hussy. It's going to be great. And man, was she disappointed. <laughs> Matt Hussy had to make a big purchase yesterday, car repair. And I said, Do you have a credit card with a point system? I, lo- I love making big purchases on my credit card because I get PC points. You said no. But you offered, you're like, Hey, how about we use your credit card? You get the points, fatty. And then I'll just transfer you the money. So that's awesome. Yeah, so you got like 10 bucks in groceries. So that's pretty cool. And you sent me an e-transfer for the money, and it didn't come in 30 seconds, so I started to panic. I know. So a minute later, you're like, yeah, I'm on the phone with my bank. Uh, I haven't received the payment yet. And it I'm wasn't like, a minute later. It was like 10 minutes later. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was like almost immediately after, and I'm like, my goodness. what Your generation is so used to everything being instant that you start to panic and call the bank. I used to make a payment and it wouldn't be processed for a week. You'd bring a check into the bank and, oh, we'll try and have that in the bank by the end of the week. Okay, but and you grew up in half your class at polio. This is 2022, dude. <laughs> Things happen inst. You've transferred me money before and it happens in an instant. I know, but you could have waited 15 minutes. Of course it's going to pop in there eventually. <laughs> and I even texted you to say sometimes it takes a few minutes. I'm on the line with the bank. for. I'm on hold for about 12 minutes. The second the dude picks up, I get a ding on my phone. It's like, you got money in your account. So you wasted your time and this dude on the phone's time. Dude was having a laugh, too. Because you're used to everything being instant. Right there. Oh, you kids and your instant. You uh, kids. You got no patience anymore, you millennials. Are you a millennial? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Typical millennial. Oh, God. (laughs) Matt's only 10 years older than me, too. I'm 36, and he's 46, and he's talking down to me. Shame on you. Restrictions are being lifted today for several local businesses. This is good news. For uh, all restaurants, bars, and gyms across Ontario. Yeah, so now you can wait in line for the elliptical again. There you go. Yeah. Everyone loves the elliptical. Let's not kid ourselves. You're not going to the gym. Uh, Maybe. No, you're not. But I do want to go to a local restaurant. You know what's funner than going to the gym? Literally anything else. Eating. Eating is funner. Oh, eating is amazing. And there is something about going to the restaurant and just packing it out. During this whole pandemic, you've been so far from the other patrons that you didn't get to catch up on all the local gossip. That's the beautiful thing. You go to a local restaurant, support a local business, you'll be sitting behind another family at the next table and you get to eavesdrop. Well, yeah, you get to sit next to Carol and her friends and you get the scoop of what's going on in the community again. Did you hear Carol's daughters thinking of getting a divorce? Divorcing Daryl? Yeah. I knew he was no good. Oh, I know. We'll finally be up on all the gossip. Oh, it'll be awesome. Go support a restaurant and support the rumor mill. It's our biggest employer. So Disney World, starting today, you don't need a face covering. Going on the rides, no masks, starting today. So you can see Princess Jasmine's face now. I guess so. 
What about the person that plays Mickey Mouse? Do they have to put on their Mickey Mouse head? They still need to wear the costume, yes. Right. That's not really a mask. <laughs> it's not quite a mask. But, I mean, you still don't want to kiss any of the mascots, right? Heard a rumor that Pluto has cold sores. Oh, really? Yeah. I think Donald Dunk has the avian flu. Apparently, Mickey Mouse is one of those plague rats as well. Uh-oh. It's always cool if you discover you have a unique talent like this Yemen man. He just broke a world record for stacking four eggs on top of each other. Is that it. the record? Four eggs. Just four? Well, you couldn't do any better. For a world record, you'd think it'd be like he stacked 24 eggs. Yeah, but you couldn't even get one to stand up. I haven't tried. You don't know what I'm capable of. It seems almost impossible to me. And These to are be- unbroken eggs, right? Because I could probably stack like a bunch of broken eggs on top of each other. Well, yeah. Smash obviously. them one on top of the other. Obviously. But he said it requires a lot of patience, focus, calmness. He discovered he had a gift for balancing things at a very young age. And it got me thinking, if the kids are home from school today, go to the fridge, get out a dozen eggs. Grab the whole dozen. Yeah, all dozen. You don't need the yeah. four for the record. You grab the whole dozen. Just start stacking those eggs up and see if you're good at balancing. Yeah, and make sure you do it before a mom or dad wakes up. Yeah, Because you want to surprise them when they do wake up. Show them all the eggs you have balanced. That's right. Or have broken. And if they break, do it over a bowl and make cookies. But you don't want to make noise because the eggs falling and cracking, uh, mom and dad might hear that. So lay down some glitter to absorb the sound of the eggs. Glitter, yeah, eggs, and make some cookies. Not only will it muffle the sound, it'll look pretty too. Yeah. You're welcome, parents. It's my dad's birthday. He's 65 years old today. Happy birthday, father. I love you very much. I got, oh. I got him a mug this morning. A mug? I ordered him a mug, and it has uh, the cat's photo on it. Oh, of his cat that he got. It has walnut on it, and then on the other side it says favorite son, because he's got three human sons, and then a cat son that he loves far more than his human kids. Yeah, because your dad, who like maybe was a little bit hard, like growing up, you know what I mean? Like yeah, a lot hard, of time, hard Lebanese dude. Yeah, totally. a lot of times dads are like that, but he, then he got a cat, and all of a sudden he falls in love with this kitty cat, and he just becomes the softest, ad- most adorable person in his mid-60s. He loves that cat, and the cat <laughs> loves him too. They, they're best friends. He sends you pictures of the cat all the time. So I, I was a little worried that, like, yeah, a mug for dad, like, when I'm six, that might be okay, but... I'm yeah. a 36-year-old man. He's a 65-year-old man. Yeah, I usually get that for Father's Day. World's best golfer or something. <laughs> or like, but but he, he had one minor complaint. He said the mug was left-handed? What? Oh, he had to complain about something? So I guess when he's holding it in his right hand, the cat photo is facing outwards, and he wants the cat photo facing inwards. It's the wrong hand, Dee Dee. <laughs> How can a mug be the wrong way? I don't oh. know. I don't know. That's hilarious. I'm not ordering another one. You got to be happy with your present, Dad. Yeah. Teachers always have an excess of mugs. That used to be the thing you got your teacher on the last day of school. But You got your teacher stuff? Yeah, but every kid would get them a mug, so they'd have like 30 mugs. And they're like, what am I going to do with 30 mugs? Everybody gets mugs for Christmas. Genius of a dude. 
26-year-old out of Millbank. You maybe can relate with this guy because you lived with your parents till you were 27. Yeah. And probably by about the 25th year, you're thinking, oh, I don't want to live with my parents anymore. They weren't, they weren't too bad. I was getting that good Middle Eastern food all the time. Well, I guess that's all right. Yeah, it was all right. This 26-year-old, though, he was bored, basically. He says, I can't go to the bars, concerts. I can't go on vacation because of COVID. Why don't I build an igloo in my parents' front yard? But he's got everything in there, man. He's got a stove, couch, lights, satellite TV. Has his friends over. They're watching the Olympics. He's living his best life. He's got electronics in the igloo? Must have run an extension cord or something. It was like six degrees yesterday. Well, he said he just patched it up. Just patched it up. It's good as new. <laughs> That's the wonderful thing about an igloo. It snows again, you patch it up. It's easier than patching up siding. Maybe. Does this solve the housing crisis? But you're right about the housing thing. Like, this could be like some temporary housing. You build an igloo on your parents' property or some farmer who lets you build one on the land. And where do you go when it melts? That's the question nobody's asking. Where does he go when it melts? Well, I don't know, but you'd probably need to put it up on the market in February. Try and sell it before it melts. And maybe someone will buy it. It's like investing in pumpkins. You have to do it before October 31st. Wait, I didn't get to the best part. Anna Mays came over and gave him some donuts. Yeah, the local shop, Anna Mays. I think it's an Mennonite or Amish shop. Oh, yeah. They have awesome pastries. Great baked goods. So they they gave him donuts. And the fire department brought him a smoke and CO detector. Got to be careful in an igloo. Oh, small towns are the best, right? This is a great story. Go build an igloo now. It'll burn some time with your family and it'll get the kids to move out finally. Now, sometimes I don't listen to you while we're doing the show and you were saying all morning like oh it's gonna get slippery out there yeah yeah this was yesterday i was saying it's rainy it's gonna freeze over in the afternoon so it could be kind of icy you didn't listen so you decided to venture out into nature with your son to the bluffs like you you went to the lake shore blacks point specifically yeah and so we thought well we'll walk down and have a nice walk along the beach and of course the pathway going down to the beach pure ice But we didn't realize that there was a thin layer of snow on top. And so at the top of the path, it's not so steep. So we start walking that and down thinking, oh, this will be nice. Get about halfway down the path. We've got nothing to get a foothold on. We just start slipping. So we we started sliding from tree to tree. We'd slide a bit and then grab onto one of the trees close to the path and then slid more until we grabbed onto the next tree. Like Georgia the jungle. It was ridiculous. There was no way out of it. Eventually, there was no tree to grab onto, and so I f- fell down like a tree. You wiped out. Timber for me. Hit my head. Uh, I I'm, I'm just, just like feel so sore this morning. This is it's ridiculous. And then, so we did our little walk on the beach, and then we weren't about to walk back up the same path because it was deadly. And so we just ended up walking through, up the ravine, right through the woods. What is wrong with you? Why didn't you, like, as soon as you're at the top of the hill, you're like, oh, it's kind of snowy and there was a melt earlier. You didn't think about that? Well, it's nice to get out, (laughs) but I should be thinking of this the older I get. So my son, he'll probably wake up this morning and not feel any effects from this. Well, no, he's young. He's in good shape. Where, like, I flip over and I'm going to be, you know, laying in bed all weekend probably. Yeah. I'm so sore. It's weird when you get old, right? Like, I've hurt myself just getting out of bed. I didn't get out wrong. Got out the same way I get out every day, but, like, my back hurt the one morning. Like, I pulled something getting out. Oh, it's bizarre. Oh, getting old. It's bizarre. And it comes for us all. Advil's your best friend.
coffee and a donut. Perfect marriage, right? Perfect mix. Hostess, a company that makes Twinkies and all those other things that make you have to visit your cardiologist. Hostess has come out with a caffeinated donut. What? I can eat my coffee now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can walk into work instead of having the Timmy's cup. You just have your plastic wrapped Hostess donut. (laughs) It's got about as much caffeine as a coffee. So you can have a donut and a coffee all in one shot. I'm thinking this is the move if you're an uncle. Maybe you don't have kids yourself, but you're an uncle. And you you watch your siblings' kids. You got a brother or sister who's got kids. Next time they ask you to watch the kids, say, yeah, I'll watch the kids. Oh, will I watch the kids? And then you watch those kids eat a whole pack of the Hostess caffeinated donuts. Give them the caffeine donuts, then send them back. You make sure they eat the donuts right before you give the kids back (laughs) to your brother or sister, and they will never ask you to watch the kids again. (laughs) Uncle Matthew gave us donuts, lots of them. (laughs) I kind of did this last night, except I didn't give them donuts. I just was giving them rides. I was winding them up, throwing them up in the air and catching them again and doing all kinds of things. And then around 830, I'm like, bye. The The best best part about waking up is hostess in your gut. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast.